there is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the twilight zone. traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of one's fears and the summit of one's knowledge. You are now traveling through a dimension of imagination. You just crossed over into the twilight zone. Charlie Kutch, on the morning of an execution. As a matter of fact, it's 7.30 in the morning. Logic and natural laws dictate that at this hour there should be daylight. It is a simple rule of physical science that the sun should rise at a certain moment and supersede the darkness. But at this given moment, Sheriff Charlie Koch, a deputy named Pierce, a condemned man named Jagger, and a small inconsequential village will shortly find out that there are causes and effects that have no precedent. Such is usually the case in the Twilight Zone. Uh, yeah. Um, are we just, I mean, are we just diving right in? Oh, we're diving right in. Episode, I am the night, color me black. One uh, of two episodes. We're going to jump into replay the uh, new Jordan Peele's uh, series as well. Yeah, that that in and of itself is a totally different. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, I love that series, but yeah, but right, this. yes, this one here, um, it packs such a punch in a short amount oh. of time. I mean, I I forget how short these episodes can be. Like I, I mean, but you get so much. Yeah, um, yeah, it's so much packed. So much packed. There's so much depth. No. Not there's not one single moment within these episodes where there's a a a wasting of any kind of dialogue whatsoever. Everything right. means something. Everything you know, right. every single word. It's like not a single word that's you know. It it just mm, I I love yeah. these episodes and there's so much meaning in in all of the episodes. Really, there is there's so much depth. I mean. And I feel like even though the episode is, you know, it, it's a, it's alluding to race, right? You talk about the, it talks about the clan. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't, it's not, it's deeper than just being about that. And, yeah, and, yeah, it, it is. and it's really, it's because the guy who's, um, are we, are we, we're doing spoilers, I guess. I mean, if you haven't seen oh, the episode, we're doing full, you just yeah, have full it. On. Yeah, and this, you've had yeah. plenty of time. <laughs> you've had over <laughs> so, sixty years. Right. That's on you. Right. So he's about to get hung. Oh yeah. yeah. And you know, in some ways, he's kind of the hero. You know, you want to like this guy because he's standing up against the clan, but he's not exempt from the consequences of this negativity taking over you. Um, even even when you're on the the right side of history, as as he clearly was, that doesn't absolve you 
from um, having to manage your I don't know, I don't know it's deeper than psychology it's your energy right letting this dark energy get a hold of you uh, even if you're even if your actions may may be justified um, you can't you can't you still have to maintain love in your heart I guess I don't I know how you know it sounds super sappy but that's the moral to the story you have to keep the love in your heart no matter what that's definitely it definitely yeah um i i just just love all the symbolism within the episode as well go ahead mm -hmm. yeah well i mean it reminds me i don't know if you've ever read eckhart tolle um you know the power of now or any of that but um one of the things is i mean any, any of his books power of now um what is it? A new earth. Those are his main ones. And, um, you know, he says a lot in those books that I recommend anyone read them. But one of the things that I think can help the, all of society, um, first of all, there's two things, you know, he's always talking about staying in the present moment. Yeah, um, yeah. but the other thing is, you know, he talks about what's called the pain body. Okay. And that's basically when you, you're just not, you're something negative is taking over you emotionally, psychologically. And a lot of times it's to do with something and it's been triggered because of some past event and you really aren't yourself. Like, um, it really takes over you. It, it really, it's like an energy. And I, and one of the reasons that, yes. And one reason, one of the reasons that, um, concept resonated with me is because I'm not immune. I absolutely have those moments where rationally there's somewhere I'm in there somewhere knowing that you know um whatever negative feeling is taking over whether it's justified or not yeah um you know it is I there's a way to um there's a way to maintain perspective and you can feel yourself losing perspective like you can feel it happening oh yeah yeah you know you can feel yourself being way too angry way too upset taking something way too personally Yeah. And um, it's, it's, it really is like, uh, you know, it's really, it feels like some, uh, a, some sort of form of possession. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know, I as, think, uh-huh. yeah, as a, as a, as a youth, that's, that was definitely me. You know, it was kind of like angry and I kind of like alluded to a lot of that, you know, from mm-hmm. the past, you know, issues dealing with things and didn't know how to deal with things and, you know, coming to realize once I started to get a little bit older, Okay, mm-hmm. I'm dealing with grief and I don't know how to deal with it. So, right, you know, right. it comes out as anger, you know, and mm-hmm. that's, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, every, the, I'm, I'm one of the, you know, most optimistic, upbeat people, but it, it can happen to me. Um, the oh. problem, and it can happen to anyone. And what this episode was saying is that, and I, I really find it so relevant considering the fact that we just had the George Floyd moment last year. Yes. Uh, yes. That not only is this an individual issue, it is a collective issue. Yes. It is a collective yes. issue where we can all lose a little bit of perspective. We all and the life. darkness, we, you know, there's this collective darkness, no matter how righteous you think you are on your side of the situation. If you lose that perspective and that darkness, that pain <clears throat> body gets a hold of you, uh, it is an eternal night. There, there is no. It it never lets up. Um, I don't want to keep rambling, but I mean, I just oh, no, thought no, it's it, fine. Yeah, you know, we're well. We're leaving Afghanistan. 
Uh, we're with withdrawing. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and this is a, this is a scary thing to have happen. Um, and one of the reasons is because this country has been in perpetual war since the seventies. Yes, and yep. um, that perpetual war has left uh, a lot of the people in that country uh, rather callous. And it's, you know, as of right now, you have humanitarian people who work there as humanitarians or soldiers or contractors and people who worked with America and the other side, they're just getting it Um, mercilessly (laughs) uh, because, I mean, that's what has engulfed this country. It's for so long, this perpetual fighting. Part of their fabric was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? This perpetual tragedy, this perpetual drama. Um, that constant that, trauma over and over and over again. You don't, you exactly. don't get a chance to heal from it. Yeah. Ex- yeah. That's exactly. And uh, I've been, you know, I'm concerned about those people. Uh, the, you know, not, because this isn't everyone. They're regular families. Who are just trying to live their lives, and they just end up being victimized by um, others who have engaged in this perpetual fighting and perpetual violence, and they just become casualties. And um, the the problem is, I mean, we've left, but we were at least doing some had some part in protecting some of those people and stabilizing the yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, And, you know, I understand we couldn't stay there and do that forever. I get that. But the consequence is that um, that perpetual... Yeah, it's going to create a vacuum. Right. It's that perpetual darkness. Yes. Absolutely. It's like a perpetual darkness that takes over um, people. Uh, and in, in this case, I, w- I, even, I, I hate to say this is an entire region, but entire regions are more affected than other regions because, you know, you still have wonderful people that live there that are, do, you know, um, having their holidays and birthday parties. And, you know, yeah, they're not yeah, caught up yeah. in perpetual darkness. <laughs> but um, just speaking generally, the threat is higher for violence and, you know, and atrocities and all sorts of things that take over when you are in perpetual death to these people. And this is part of the reason. Yep. Um, huge part, huge part. Right? It's like from a societal standpoint, if, if you don't recognize how the response to what has happened in your country or what has happened in your family, your response to that um, like we're just talking it's so interesting we we're just talking about this about how there's smoke in New York because there's a fire in Oregon it yeah. has a it, yeah. it, it, yeah. It, it affects everybody like if you're sitting here and you're dealing with the trauma and you're not able to process that trauma in a way that brings you out of darkness in a healthy it, way yeah definitely right <laughs> it affects everyone not just you it affects everyone when you do that and that's what that episode was communicating. Um, and, it, and the thing is that the person who committed the murder in the episode, you know, for the, he was kind of the good guy, right? But the yeah, problem yeah. is he wasn't handling. It was the, the way he handled yes, the, yes. the issue. 
that's why I love this so the interpretation on everything yeah you can take so many different things from it and the way he responded yeah absolutely and that the pastor was trying to get that out of him too he was he was like you know this guy's going to the gallows and he's like can you you know do you have what what do you feel at this point and he just had all that darkness on him but what he wanted, what the pastor was trying to do and what he wanted was for that darkness to break with this man, even if it was just for a moment, to say, you know, that was another human being's life I took. And, um, you know, I, I, I probably shouldn't have done it. And I, my hope was that we could all live in a better world. And that's what I'm leaving behind is this hope for a better world. Something to that just effect if he had said that. That would have, just that moment would have changed the energy amongst the crowd, and, and yeah. even even in, even in a subtle way. Even the bloodthirsty crowd, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Even if even if their expression yeah. didn't yeah. wasn't in line with that, in inwardly, it would have mattered for people to have heard that. And I, I mean, that's that. I, this is fiction, all right. This is science. Not just fiction; it's science fiction, right? It's very much. Um, fantasy. Twilight Zone was brought to you tonight by Kleenex Tissues. The only tissue that gives you so much. The soft, strong tissue with the Kleenex touch. The Twilight Zone is brought to you tonight by the perfect coffee on the modern scene. New Aroma Roast Sanka Coffee. The Twilight Zone is brought to you by the new Polaroid 10-second automatic camera. Only three buttons to push. One, two, three, and in just 10 seconds, a finished picture. Tonight, new dry hair formula Halo, the newly mild shampoo specially prescribed for beautifying oil-robbed hair, brings you the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Brought to you by Pell-Mell Famous Cigarettes. Over, under, around, and through. Pell-Mell travels pleasure to you. But, I mean, I, I, I mean, and I was rambling anyway, but I was just saying that, you know, um, I, it's brilliant that in that it showed us the importance of not just what happens, but how you handle what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 100%. yeah. I, I love this episode so much on so many different levels because I, I took so many different things from it. And I know you were talking about the um the uh, pastor there and, you know, his his response to him and trying to see, you know, what was going on. But he for for me, what I what I took from him saying what he said was basically just um it was real funny because even even Jagger, the guy was just about to get hung he he said you know it's a real big thing for you to fall in line with everybody else you know mm. you know a, you know and so mm-hmm. sterling put that in there so mm-hmm. he wasn't even letting religion or religious leaders get off yeah like they're going by or you know for the will of the people themselves mm-hmm. right right and instead of actually teaching you know said morals or whatever they're they're you know basically doing what the people want them to do they're you know going along yeah with that. 
and that's not a good thing yeah because we that was yeah (laughs) you know it's like yeah i mean he was he was yeah he was throwing like here you are joining the majority Uh, yeah 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 Uh yeah yeah thing for you to do that right yeah yeah right I know. And I mean, it was, he could have not written him as a pastor. He could have just written him as someone in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he was like, yeah. you know, this is what y'all are not absolved. Yeah. Y'all are part of it if you're, you know, yeah. 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 I was that, like, that yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, like you said, everything, every sentence, every line yeah. has meaning. It, it meant something. I, Absolutely. You know. Um, yeah, and do you, what year did this, do you know what year that episode came out? I think that was the last season, and I think it went off air, it was on for, for uh, five years, I think that was 63, but they actually, this was this was actually from a uh, screenplay from 19, I think 1957 or something like that, mm-hmm. so this was really progressive for the time. Cause this, so progressive! You know, this, this, this actual episode was on the, um, was about the, um, it was from a short play from Emmett Till Mm. yeah yeah it was about that whole thing and they wrote it into a story and they couldn't do it the way they wanted to so they had Mm -hmm. to kind of like put in someone else in it you know because the sponsors weren't going to have that (laughs) right? (laughs) they weren't going to have that but he's like okay I'm going to get the point across but I'm Mm going to use you know know, a Jewish person in air quotes and we're going to do it this way Mm -hmm. Um, yeah it was it's extremely clever um I feel like, like you, said, I, the, you know, it was. I asked you the year because you know, the 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 year sixty three is when Kennedy was shot, and yes. it yep. wasn't. And yep. we were, you know, we were just in Vietnam mm-hmm. War at mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. So this is mm-hmm. before it was the, cute. The Berlin Wall, yeah, oh yeah, right. It, this <laughs> is before it was cute. Yeah, yeah. To do any of that, to like to fight. I mean, even at that time when it was when we're looking at you know this the '60s, the hippies, and you know you know uh, anti-war protests and the equal rights. I mean, the equal rights bill was signed in you know at this point, but that was more, uh, or at least it was in the process. I'm not sure which. I, that's the, actually the year. I think it was, it was, it was yeah, it was, it was definitely in process. I think it was like a year or two later. I think right. Um, <laughs> So, you know, you know, black people, you know, you had the marching and, and Selma and all that. But that was the, the whole thing where, you know, in the 60s came and everyone's marching and everyone's protesting the war and all of that. And it's yeah. good. You know, it's now mainstream to say something. It, I mean, mainstream, oh, it's yeah. mainstream to a degree, because even at, even at that time, uh, depending on who network you're talking about it's just uh, or what magazine or newspaper you know you're still not cool it's still not cool to say it's, something. It's, 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 it's still the same way exactly right yeah but yeah. so but but the, this is before that before it became this mainstream national thing because before it was this kind of a southern issue right yeah um yep. In California, it's like what are you talking about sun shining <laughs> exactly exactly it's all good um <laughs> So he's saying something before it became trendy to say something. And that's really, I mean, he deserves all the credit in the world because that's, I mean, and that, I mean, it's, it's amazing he even got that on. Oh, I mean, he had, I it's mean, amazing he even got that going. He said he was so tired of dealing with, with the, the censorship and the sponsors. I mean, by the time the, because uh, the show was always, you know, perpetually 
in risk of being canceled every mm-hmm. single year. So he wrote every single episode as if it was possibly the last episode, except for a couple of episodes that were comedy, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And th- that was not the Twilight Zone's um, bread and butter, as you know. But it, right. yeah, but but these other issues that, that, that he covered, and you can tell in the fourth and uh, fifth seasons, mm-hmm. um, those uh those episodes you can tell where he was just starting to really take the gloves off so like okay i'm i'm done with this i'm gonna go ahead and do and say what i need to say mm-hmm. no matter i what. mean that i mean yeah i mean that was this so freaking brave you gotta remember to um the decade prior you had the mccarthyism okay oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know, all these uh, writers uh, in hollywood if you weren't perfectly in line with the political climate Yep. You were going to be marched in to fucking the Senate to answer questions about whether you were a communist and possibly be blackballed the from Maple, working. The Maple Street episode was a book was about that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's yeah. he's a working writer producer oh, in the middle of that <laughs> and watching friends getting death lose threats. their jobs, <laughs> never get hired again. He was he was ex military as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah. I, you want to talk about what's bra- bravery, and and that's like you said, going with you. Some people go with the crowd. Uh, yeah. You mentioned that it's in the episode. Easier. It's so much easier. But when yeah. you're not, when you're standing alone, and the crowd is saying, "I'm going right," and you're like, "Actually, no, I'm going left," it's and you're alone. It's hard. It is to hard do. to do. Yeah. It is it's terrifying. Just- yeah. But it's um, that's what bravery is called. That's why there's a word for it. It's called yeah. bravery. Oh, it's definitely necessary. Yeah, um, Kennedy was shot <laughs> this yeah. year. Martin Luther King got shot a couple years later for um, speak. Martin Luther King was shot. This is the year all these people who are speaking on civil rights yeah. Yeah. and equality yeah. are yeah. getting killed. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, this that's true heroism. It really is. It must have been hard to do, and him getting the the uh, the death threats, and you know, oh my how, goodness, how dare you? You know, <laughs> you know absolutely. Oh, you're getting out of your, you know, you're getting out of your comfort zone. You're getting called on things, and now you know it's it's really an issue. But you know that's why. But you know, I think that's one of the reasons why this show has lasted as long as it has because mm-hmm. it's it's just. It it had to disguise its message. It's brilliant. And, and the interpretation, that's why it's lasted as long as it has. And I think, you know, Jordan Peele's mm-hmm. uh, interpretation of it, it will last for a long time, especially certain episodes, like one of the ones um, eventually going to get to um, replay. Mm-hmm. But the the original series that it's based on, it will last, I think, forever because... They, it was no, you know, I guess it wasn't blatant, you know. As, the, okay. You know? I That's so important what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. You're fine. Well, I think in entertainment now, some the gloves are off, so you can say whatever you want. Do whatever and, you want, say whatever you want. Yeah. It's, yeah. We're de- desensitized now. It's almost boring because uh, if there, if there's like an effort to shock it's like an effort to create, you know, just to create drama for drama's sake. It's kind of like the Jaws thing. You know, when Steven Spielberg was making Jaws, he could not get that mechanical fish <laughs> yeah, to work. Yeah, yeah. 
So he had to rethink the, the entire shooting of the movie and the script and give the, you know, he had to just use the little dorsal fin to, as, a, as, a, yeah. as a way to kind of build the suspense because he couldn't get the damn fish to work. <laughs> Less is more, yeah. Right? And so that subtlety elevated the movie. Yep. Now you Cycle. have CGI. Huh? Cycle was another. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Now now the girl would have been spread eagle while she was getting stabbed. <laughs> exactly. You know, in the shower. And it would have been just, it would not have been anything worth watching. And just like yep. Jaws, you got all this CGI now. You can't do Jaws again. No, um, no. There's no subtlety to be had. Everyone would no. just be ripped in pieces in, no. in every detailed fashion imaginable, which would have just killed the suspense and, the, and what was interesting about the original. And, it's and so that's... Funny. Yeah, it's so mm-hmm. funny that you say that, too. No, go ahead. No, no. No, go ahead. No, it's so funny that you say that because now that you see a, a lot of the... Um, uh, whenever you have something that's original, it... it it really stands out from mm-hmm. everything else that's out there because everything is pretty much, you know, for shock value, trying right. to shock you into, you know, right. seeing something or, you know, feeling something when right. you know, the, the storytelling should be the central part of that. And then everything else fits around that. And now yes. we've gotten to where it's the opposite. Oh, yes. Uh, and, and I mean, it's, it's like, it's a, it's a kind of a blessing that he had certain restrictions at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you, he had to, he couldn't, he had to refrain from just giving it to you. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and that probably, and that be, that cleverness um, elevated the writing. I, I think. That was I, the I best think, thing that happened. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think when you don't, when you can't, uh, you know, the, the creative process is always frustrating. But it, it, you know, it's never more frustrating than when you actually have to go through the channels of other people after you've put your baby together, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that's sometimes the best thing that can happen. It's excruciating. Um, but you know, people, directors, writers talk about that when they have to cut out their favorite parts of oh, uh, scripts. On the room floor, and mm-hmm. he had to do that. He had to do that a lot. I, I can't yeah. imagine how much you know more so we would have gotten had he been able to leave a lot of what he wanted to put into the um into the episodes in <sighs> can and you imagine I, his agony yeah yeah it was like oh, i'm so you know and he was he was so tired by the fourth and fifth season he's like i am just so done with just the the, the fighting I, i've read pretty yeah. much all all of the books and yeah just, just the Oh, just the detail he goes into about talking about dealing with the sponsors and them just wanting, you know, uh, dog shows and pies and faces. And he's like, no, I want to do serious commentary here, you know, and, <laughs> and let's, you know, I mean, seriously, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's what it was at the time. And he's like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to do that. that I, I don't want this, you know, to be about, you know, this. So he had, you know, he had to create a show where, you know, he could disguise these real serious issues in science fiction, horror, whatever else, you know, fell under that umbrella, whether it was a uh, mystery and, you know, just a whole host of other issues and things that he was able to uh, do or not do. Mm-hmm. But I really want to jump back into the beginning of this. And I'm going to tell you my, my take on it is a slightly different on, on certain things. I, I think, mm-hmm. it, I think it was really, about race and and the reason why I say that for the main reason is because it was based on the events that happened in Chicago with Emmett Till. So mm-hmm. that that 
kind of like lays the foundation for everything just at the beginning of the the episode and i'm gonna go down a quick bullet and point list and you can mm-hmm. like just, you know kind of like this right along with me for a second okay so I'm right here. <laughs> okay so 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 the sheriff's wife right you know she seems to be a blatant outright racist and you know i mean yeah. i mean just just the the verbiage she was using and the way she was saying things, you know, like what's so special about hanging a little, you know, mm-hmm. and just stopped short of saying the actual, you know, mm-hmm. big word. And then she goes on to, to say, you know, what time do they string them up? You know, almost alluding to a lynching of sorts. And, right. And I was like, okay, this is not, like I said, no part of the dialogue is by accident. All of right. it is there for a, you know, very targeted, purpose and Mm -hmm. i I was just looking at that and i'm like okay and then they go on you know to say you know i mean just just the way they were using the word black i mean it was almost like when they said the word you know you know you know now look how black it is out there or it couldn't be blacker it was almost said as if it was a curse word you know right i caught that too you know i was like ooh. i mean it, it was just yeah. the enunciation on it it was just like uh yeah, mm-hmm. that's not cool right but it was there for a purpose a reason yeah and to have uh goober from andy griffith on there was, <laughs> <laughs> that, that threw me up what it's like, you kind of are thinking that on the show anyway. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. I found that to be, yeah, that, that was great. Yeah. And then and then we have the, you know, the newspaper editor, sheriff, and the deputy, you know, pretty much they're all accountable for what's going on to the prisoner in the cell. I mean, yeah. you know, one wants to be reelected, one wants to sell more newspapers, and one just wants to be a big man. Yeah. They're all accountable in their own, you know, right. Yeah, they're complicit. Yeah, yeah, completely, completely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he wants to sell more, more, more newspaper. I mean, talk about you know fake news and you know lose profit. Yes, <laughs> he know? does. He does, but he doesn't have a conscience about yeah, it. Yeah, he has a conscience. Well, 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 they all have a conscience, and that's mm-hmm. and that's and that's a part of the problem because yeah, they, you know, and it's the same thing that's going on now. It's like you know things are going on, and you see things. But then you, you know, you turn a blind eye and you keep doing what you're doing. And that shows right there that it was kind of like it was really about the politics. Mm-hmm. And it even got into talking about, you know, under under certain circumstances, it was talking about the political system and the legal system as well. Mm-hmm. And how mm-hmm. people are convicted because of all these people aligned. When I thought, Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was deep, too. Like, yeah. you know, the, the lawyer didn't care. And all, yeah. 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 He didn't ask. Like why no didn't he ask, the, right. The journalist is like, why didn't he ask this question? Why didn't he ask that question? Nobody when they cares. see us. When they see us, the Netflix miniseries, when they mm-hmm. see us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That reminded me of that so yeah. much. Mm-hmm. The five. Yeah. I was like, there's so many parallels. And it's like, oh, you yeah. The future a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the press, I mean, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, um, that was, was um, go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, um, you know, the thing is, at that time, it's, it, I, of course, it's about race, of course. Um, you know, you, you it, at that time, you, you have Martin Luther King trying to sign the Civil Rights Bill yep. <laughs> because yep. of all of this. Yep. Like, that's the year. That he's that's the signing point, okay. Prior to that, 
you have the sit-ins and you have the hoses and you have the Emmett Teals and you have the Medgar Evers. Um, yeah. You all know, of all, all of it was happening. It's just, that was the crescendo. And, and, you know, and when he was writing, um, when he was writing this um, adaptation for the Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. he was talking, he, he was like, I was so, he, he literally said he was sick to his stomach. Mm-hmm. When when the uh, Emmett Till incident happened, he was like he was so sick to his stomach and how mm-hmm. these men had gotten off. And then years later, they actually said, "Yeah, they they did it. They admitted to doing it. They admitted mm-hmm. to doing it and saying, you know, if you you know if you ever have you know we're never going to have a black guy whistle at a white woman or you know touch or whatever and get away with it." Mm-hmm. It's like we set an example, and they the, admitted to it. <laughs> the girl, the girl, um, who said she said she lied. Yeah, recently. Yeah, 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 yeah just recently. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it all comes out, and it's like you said, because you know someone had to die, and but then the legal system completely let him down. But I mean, there was no it, justice. Yeah, there was no justice, and you know, fortunately, right after that, fortunately, right after that, there was no peace. <laughs> Well, right. Uh, you know, I, but then I, I think at the, at the end of the, in the middle of this, though, um, and I do think there was this illusion for it to, to try and find that Martin Luther King moment. Yeah. Where you're like, look, I have a dream. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, despite all of this, yeah. um, we can do it. Right. We can we can live together. We really can. Um, and I, I really feel like Rod Sterling was asking that. Exactly. Of us. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that's exactly what I got from it, too. <laughs> yeah. The, you know, uh, that I just, everybody's angry. You know, this guy's just his anger is justified. Yeah. This is this is for lack of a better way. This is jacked up. All yeah. of it. Yeah. Right. The, he, the, and the, I, I love that you're saying like they, they see that you've got the you've got the sheriff and you've got the deputy and you've got the newspaper man and they all see it. Yeah. <laughs> they all see the injustice of it. No, they it's know not it. that you know, it was really critical. Right. You know, certainly he wrote that in. Everyone sees this. And you can see it on their face. You, you I mean, you literally could see it on their faces right yes at you know towards the end when when the editor is is looking out into space and and the uh the deputy he's trying to delude himself (laughs) into believing Mm -hmm. something bad he clearly knows it's not true right of course and he's just looking off and he's like you know you really don't believe that and then and then the sheriff's in the background he's like looking off and you know it's just weighing heavy on him because you can see it on his face i mean he's he's just wearing it it's like possible for someone you know, being hung tonight, being, you know, being executed. Yes. And, uh, and yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no, you go ahead. You're fine. And, but I, but then again, he sees that crowd there. Um, yeah. it's not really, elected. right. <laughs> and he allows it. And this is just so, this is such a call to those in charge. Yeah. You know, what, from, from police officers to politicians who actually have the power to say something, not to be a coward. Yeah. Yeah. Um. To say something and break down the wall. Yeah. Don't 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 let it. Don't let the darkness <laughs> take fact, us over. Yeah. Before say something. Out. 
right? <laughs> Say something, do something, change. So, but but like the police, I mean, I it's so you like I love how you pointed that out where he was like you just you just join with the majority and that with how it goes, huh? Yeah, yeah. That was so important. I'm so glad you pointed that out because oh. that's that is just like you said the blue wall. Yeah, yeah. Um, you yeah. know that I mean it's hard for uh, of course there's no excuse if a police officer sees another police officer engaging in criminal activity against the people they're supposed to be protecting there's no excuse for not stepping in and protecting that person or reporting that police officer all right that's their job um but that's not what they do and it is because they have they're they're with this group they're cover up they are joined with (laughs) this group yeah they are part of the group and that group think is powerful. It's not segmented like it should be, honestly. Yeah. That's, and, that's, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm like, I mean, I actually had an argument with someone a while ago. I'm like, yeah, the police are supposed to protect um, people against the criminals. People, not themselves. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> so you're supposed to protect, to protect us, you're supposed to protect me from other officers too. Exactly. Exactly. The, the officer, the law, the law. The officer who's to, yeah. criminalizing me is a criminal. Yes. Yep. And you're supposed to protect me against that criminal. But you're protecting the criminal. But you're protecting the criminal. Yeah. The yeah. exact opposite yeah. thing that exactly. you're supposed to do. But they're part of that organization. So their their membership in that organization becomes more important than their individual conscience. That's it. And That's that it. is what that moment was saying, which you were talking about. And he's saying, you just join the majority, don't you? Just so much easier, isn't it? Because, I mean. It's like being in a cult. I mean. It, I, I, really? <laughs> It is. That's how cults. That's why cult. You everyone looks yeah. at these cults and they're like, "How did them people uh-huh. fall for that?" Uh huh. Yeah. It is uh-huh. the it is the thing about being a part of something that I mean, your own thinking is subjugated. If I mean, if you are, if being part of this group becomes your priority, if you care about these people's acceptance. If you consider yourself one of them, there's certain part of mm -hmm. no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. There's a certain part of your individuality that is subjugated at any time that happens. But go ahead. No, yep. Even even on that, and it's even as simple as something like this. Like, okay, so I I went to school with a couple of guys, right, and they were they were picked on, okay, Mm -hmm. and. Some of them went into the military and they got out the military and went into being, you know, a police officer. They went to law enforcement. So now I, you know, I had a conversation with one of these guys about four years ago and he, he, he was talking about how he was, uh, you know, this and that and the other. He's getting, you know, promoted to lieutenant this and that and the other and all this other stuff. And I'm sitting there looking at him like, you're just doing this because you feel like you have some kind of power now. So mm. You know, and you know, mm-hmm. so now, so now you feel like you have the power. So mm-hmm. if anything happens, you're not going to say anything against these other people because mm-hmm. you feel that way. And there's a lot of them that are like, I'm not going to say all because, you know, it's, it's not, it's, you know, it's far and few between, but you know, I will say out of the, out of 10, probably four are like that. And it's, and it's sad, but, but they're not being, you know, weeded out from within. 
No. You know? And well, and, and the other thing is, there's that. Uh, this is. They they did the data. You can just, it's just one, two officers together in, in a vehicle working together. There's more violence because yep. the other officer feels like they have to uh, show up, yep. show out for the other officer that they're with. Yep. Yep. It could just be two people. Yeah. And now you have an audience, and you yep. have to show them how tough and macho you are, how much power you have. Is like you like you said. That's it. That's it. Um, that I mean, yeah. Uh, I think some people they they get off on that they're bullies. I mean, go back to the, just just the deputy from the um from the episode. Exactly. I mean, he's a bully. Much, he was a sadist and a, you know, in a, right. And, he's you know? just a bully. That's yeah. all he and in a That's uniform, all. which is the worst nightmare of any black person. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I'm I'm not trying to say that uh, black people are the only people that are. Victims oh, no, of police no, no, no. Yeah, violence. Okay. Yeah, Every other people have had, you know, their issues. But for black people, even if it's never happened to you, you're sitting there thinking, "Oh my God, yep, it can yep. happen." you can just smell an officer with a power trip, <laughs> and you're like, "I hope I survive." Like, I hope I'm not on the news. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't know how many non-black people feel like that, but like black people feel like that. Yeah, all <laughs> all the time. I, it's, it's, so, it's so funny we're talking about this because I haven't I haven't had that bad experience, and I live in the south, in the deep south. Mm-hmm. But I haven't. But I also live in an area where it's a little more liberal, you know, mm-hmm. as far as you know interactions, mm-hmm. and you know, of course, the our police officers. A lot of, you know, our, our chief now, he's from out west. So we, we mm-hmm. have a different, you know, we have a different dynamic within the police department here. And they've mm-hmm. weeded out a lot of that over the last couple of years. Oh, that's which, great. Which is, a, which, is a, which is a good thing. And it's that's like, really good. You know, we don't have a lot of those incidents here. Now, if you go, you know, other areas and your personal color going through those other counties, say like 50 miles from Savannah, you know, it's a different, it's a different feel and you mm-hmm. and you you can definitely feel that when you go when you're when you're driving through you can definitely yeah. feel that it's it it's a difference and it's like you know i better go ahead and get to the next major city before <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know yeah i i can you know personally i have the police have been nothing but nice to me yeah Poli- I, I, police have gone out of their way to help me when they yeah. didn't have to help me that's just me though yeah um i have three brothers all right and I, every time I've been in, I've been in the car with them when they've been pulled over and it is different. Hmm. Okay. I get pulled over, uh, you know, the officer, I, first of all, I don't get pulled over very much. I can count on one hand the number of times I've been pulled over. Um, but, <laughs> yep, yep. but, but I mean, they have more of my incidents are more like officers checking on me, trying to see if they could help me or actually helping me. Um, those are more my moments. Like, uh, you know, my car's on the side of the road, an officer comes to help me, you know, something like that. So I'm not, I'm certainly not trying to communicate that I'm a victim of police. I am not. Exactly. Um, but my brothers have been, and I have been with them in times where they've been untreated completely absurdly. Um, my brother, who's just older than me, has been pulled over more times. And for nothing, I mean, he's been pulled over, he's been stopped walking, he's been pulled over on his bike. I mean, I, it's, just, it's a running joke in our family 
how he's harassed by police because he has never done anything. He's an airplane mechanic, okay? He works on drones. (laughs) He has never committed a crime. He's a sweetheart. But the police just cannot stand him for some reason. And it's one of those things I've been with him. And he's just very, he's like, I know the drill. I'm just going to be calm and and but yep, I yep, mean, yep. it's it's worrisome because they are the police are different when they when I'm with when I'm with my brothers and they're pulled over. It is a different situation than the two situations in which I've been pulled over. The energy is different. Um, less of a you you seem to be less of a threat, and of course, the black male seems to be more of a more of a, a threat. Well, <laughs> I I mean, I, I'm I, that would be my assumption. Yeah, and I, but I'm just sitting there watching, going, I this is just, yeah, I just cannot believe this. Yeah, yeah, you know, really, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, so I, you know, I, I but other times, like I said, my experience is this: officers have been very kind to me. Um, over really like really helpful to me so it's all true like you know when they when we you know these conversations come out about police brutality i i'm always i always try to put that out there very first whenever i have these conversations with anybody i'm not talking about myself yeah i (laughs) i've been treated well by the police i'm looking at you know i'm looking at and and also there's 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 so many layers to that and so many you know, different dynamics to that because it's, I've seen to where people, you know, they actually put themselves in a situation where, you know, wait a minute, it didn't even have to even go that far, you mm-hmm. know, you know, but then they're, you know, why well, I shouldn't have to act a certain way or not act a certain way. And it's like, well, just be respectful like you would with anyone, you know, yeah, you know, and then, sure. you know, you know, and that's, and that's the thing. I, you know, and that's, I feel like, you know, black people see that too, and they don't want to say it around, you know, in mixed company around exactly. white folks, exactly. you know, and when they see somebody getting into it on somebody's body camera with the cops, and, and you're thinking, you're all, we're all thinking the same thing. Why didn't you just go ahead on do what he said? <laughs> exactly. Why did you, I mean, the, you shouldn't have died. It's but like, it's like, yeah. Why? Yeah didn't you just say, I'll deal with this, you know, ignorant police officer later? Exactly. <laughs> it's I like, will, like, we'll deal with that. I'll be alive to deal with it. You know, you know what? We all thinking it. We just don't want to ex- make it. We don't want to say that. Yeah. You don't, well, you don't want to say that in the context that excuses what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's not, it's a different conversation. Completely. It's like, it's kind of like, the, the, it's like the whole thing. Well, what was she wearing? You know, a woman gets raped. You know, why did you wear that? And exactly. it's like, you know, while like, th- there's, that have what, yeah. it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> I, you know, my daughter is not going to be running around dressed like a certain way if I can control it, right? Like, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's not. I mean, that would justify her getting hurt, if, no matter what she put on. But um, you know, I'm I'm gonna. I, well, I, I'm still gonna say, why you ain't wearing that? <laughs> you know what not, I mean? Not on my watch, yeah. <laughs> right, and it's kind of the same thing. Um, you, you know, if some if if, it, if a young woman is in court or there's some sort of case in which she's been raped by someone, um, you just don't ask what she was wearing anymore. You know, we 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 kind of all have understood no. that at this point, at least most of us get that that's not that's, yeah, that's yeah. not the thing you say, and and it's similar. 
to that. Um, you know, if someone is getting arrested by police, yes, they should comply. They shouldn't give attitude. They should just do what they're told. They should stay calm. You know, the, like I, I, there was one where the kid drove off and they, sh- but why did the cops shoot at the car? Um, no, no reason. <laughs> you know, why couldn't you got the license plate of the car? You could have just arrested him at home. Exactly. Why did you have to shoot at the car? Yes, the kids should have started driving off. You're right. Yes, we all know that. <laughs> Why did you start shooting at the car, though? Like, the car. <laughs> cowboys. Uh, you know what I mean? We, we have cowboys. And it, uh, and it goes right back to what I was talking about. You know, you well, have, you, know mm-hmm. you have these, you know, these officers that, you know, were you know, were picked on, had these issues and mm-hmm. whether it was at home or at school or wherever, you know, and they had to have some kind of sense of control. So what yeah. do they do? They get into the military, they feel macho, they got some, you know, bad wartime experience or whatever. That's or exactly. not and then they go right into the, you know, right into the uh, police force and then there you go. And then but, you have a problem. And worse, absolutely, after thing you said, it's absolutely accurate. I'm just adding one more thing is that those are the people who are creating policy yep. for yep. the police force as well. Yep. Those people who are just left Afghanistan, okay, yep. Yep. where they're used to dealing with the enemy and all of these people who have, you know, been living in perpetual civil war, they come back to the United States and find jobs in the police force and they do well there and then they start creating policy and training other officers. And what they're training other officers to think and to, to behave in, in a way is that they're the enemy. They're the enemy. So, and you That's need to it. protect yourself. And yep. um, this is how you go. And, you know, you shoot to kill, um, you know, et cetera. It's, it's like military training, but you're not overseas on enemy territory anymore. You're home. Precisely. <laughs> so there has to be a difference in perspective. And while, um, you know, they sell that on commercials, Internally, it's not very different. Um, no, it's not. It's not. And it's because that's the culture. Those are the people who have created the policies and the people who are who are in the police force. Um, you know, and and uh, and I mean, and I'm not, and I'm not. Police officers killed. I know that they have to protect themselves, yeah, and we yeah. all we all understand that. Nobody wants any police officers dead. However, uh, we can all see that there are enough incidents where unarmed people are killed to maybe rethink some of these policies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you know, one of the um, one of the uh, shows, um, W. Kamal Bell. I, I've watched that um, watched that show, and one of the recent episodes before this uh, last season ended was him talking about the you know the police themselves and how you know they shouldn't be defunded, but those resources that money should go to other programs that mm-hmm. they're having to oversee they're having exactly to i think the i think what he was saying was the police officers now are having to do far too much mm-hmm. they're having to be those um facilitators for uh mental health mm-hmm. uh, just a whole host of other issues where no we should have social workers dealing with these mm-hmm. you know we should have so many other professionals that deal with you know where they should be getting the money because mm-hmm. i mean quite frankly uh our social workers they don't get paid anything underpaid it's, it's horribly thankless job um, <laughs> you know it, for well for, yeah. for the most part for um 
from what I've seen and and heard, you know, mm-hmm. from a lot of people. They're like, man, we work so many hours and we get nothing, and then mm-hmm. you know, we have our own di- issues, and then not only that, but we're taking home the issues. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, the therapists and the uh, the social workers need the same kind of help as well, right? And they're not getting any of the uh, funding, but we're getting all this funding for um, for the police officers, which you know. I, they should be getting, you know, certain things, right? But mm-hmm. there's no reason, you know, like, here's a band. There's no reason why we should have a tank. I mean, come on. Well, <laughs> or well, yeah. Well, but you, you know, you know have, have you read The New Jim Crow by um, Michelle Alexander? I'm going to put it on my list. Put it on your <laughs> list, okay? Because um, what, cause there's an explanation for that. And it's called The War on Drugs. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's the explanation for why you have tanks for no reason. 80s and 90s and all the. Oh, yeah. You know, they get to keep that money. When they seize someone's drugs or they seize someone who's a suspected drug dealer, they get to seize their house and their money and they get to keep it and and they have to spend it in in the police force. Yep. Uh, they have, they you know they have to spend it or the, you know to justify their budgets and justify why they need the money, so um, they've monetized criminalization. Yep. <laughs> okay, yep. Yep. and yep. that's why we have the prisons uh, packed. Oh. That, you know, no. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, really, it's 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 yeah. not the the problem here is that social workers are not there to make money; they're there to help people, so they don't get the money. Exactly. It's the people who are there who are trying to monetize what they're doing that are getting the money. And they're and uh, usually it's a lot of greedy people um, who are just trying to they, they they don't. I mean, they justify their behavior however they need to. But it really is about money at the end of the day, no matter who's hurt. That's it. Um, yeah. yeah. And that's that's I mean, the money issue. I, uh, that's another conversation. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, you know what I mean. I could get into that. Like, how money has just the, the greediness. Let's get into that. Let's get into. That. I mean, <laughs> because at the end of the day, that has so much to do with all of this. Yeah. Every last bit of it, even this the episode, this episode of the Twilight Zone. Oh yeah. Um, if you keep digging. Uh, into this reason we saying. have it goes, racism it goes into politics. in the first place yeah i mean everything it's money everything. yeah okay yeah, that's the reason for racism yeah yeah <laughs> it's I, money. Mean, I mean let me tell you if if, if I, yeah i mean that's that so true because if it is if, if he was able to do what he wanted to do like bob serling right if he was able to do what he wanted to do a lot of people's minds probably over the course of the five seasons, if you would have went full on, would have probably been changed. Now, yeah. maybe the show would have been a little bit different and us remembering it now. But I think the the groundwork for generations probably would have been more uh, firmly set mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of minds would have been changed. Yes. Maybe, you know, and it just takes one or two people for their minds to completely be made over who were maybe a complete racist. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? You know, to well, affect all those people around them, right? Yes. Um, and well, well, I mean, racism, like, I mean, you can go back to this found, the, the, this country's at, found before the Constitution, all right, when the settlers came here. Yeah. 
there were black people yep. with them, but yep. they weren't called black people. They no, were just no. settlers. Okay. Yeah. Yep. There was no word for black people. If you were a Christian, you were just one of them. You were exactly. either Christian, yep. you're Christian or not Christian. That was, was the, uh, that was those were the distinctions. Puritans, Quakers, I think uh, one of the two, one of the two was somewhere. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> yeah, the the yeah. color of your skin wasn't relevant. Yeah. It became relevant mm-hmm. the moment mm-hmm. someone decided to monetize someone's body. Yep. yep. And they said, I can make money making reducing this person into a thing and deciding i can own them and use scripture to try yes. to justify that a- absolutely using completely out of context absolutely that's, that's the thing yeah and, and uh, then yeah. and, and uh. that is how and that is how the language was introduced here in this country to separate people by yep. skin color was yep. money it was a money issue. So you start to say, well, this person's a heathen. They're not Christian. Exactly. And, and you know, look at them. They don't yep. even look like we do. They're, so they're, they're practicing, uh, yeah, they're practicing their, their you know. Their crazy their, voodoo devil their, their, stuff. Their, their voodoo, Santeria, all these fun things. All that. Or, or the Native Americans, they're actually, right. you know. They're savages. The land and, and, uh-huh. and tune with the land. These, these ignorant savages yes, are less yeah, than us. Yes. The savage, oh. So we can, and but all of this is about money. Okay, none of this is about actually believing this. That's it. It is about trying to take what they have, okay, and justifying to yourself why it's okay to take what they have, and that is all. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, and then no, we can fast forward all the way, okay, to this this episode of the Twilight Zone. People are just reacting to whatever differences they believe someone else has. But all of its origins have been and continue to be about monetize, taking what someone else has for yourself, money. All right. You know, you have to think less of this group. Are you there? Yeah. You have to think less of this, this group, because if you don't, we'll have to share what we have with them. Or you, or you, yeah, exactly. Or if you even believe, or or not necessarily believe, but if you're not against them, then mm-hmm. you're, then you're with them, right? Right. So and that then, makes you a part of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and I mean, it's not, and it's, you can see it with you know the 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 arguments about immigration, oh. right? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. They're they're look at they're take it's they're they're taking what we have. Yeah, it's like, but yeah, but but you're not doing these jobs. You're, you're, you're right. Yeah, you but the, but the, the, all they need to know is all the feeling is is I they're taking what I what's mine, or they're mine. threatening I'm, to take what's mine. Uh, it's right through um, mine. That right. is one of the ooh that that just that is right through me. <laughs> that is what it, that's all of it. Oh, Someone that yeah. that greediness, that fear that there's not enough, um, that thinking that there's not enough, and so you know this pushes this 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 idea. Um, where you have to justify taking someone else's things yeah. or or uh, someone manipulates you into thinking that someone's taking your things exactly. so that they can manipulate you into doing something that they want you to do so they can have your stuff. Um, whether or not, it, whether it's your labor or your taxes or your vote, um, yep. Yep. whatever it yep. is, 
they, you know, saying this group over here is about to take your stuff. It's divide and conquer. It's Machiavelli. He wrote it in the oh. print. <laughs> Tupac touched on it too. Oh. He wrote it. It, it was written. <laughs> yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Machiavelli yeah. wrote the prince, and I think it was like twelve, yeah, fifteen, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. It's this is how old yeah, this thinking yeah. is that yeah. divide and conquer, um, where you know if you and the divide and conquer is about money. A house divided. It's A about house divided, getting you know? somebody's stuff. A house divided. Yeah. yeah. It is about taking your stuff. Yeah, uh, is, if I can get you guys to not have solidarity amongst yourselves, um, then you're easier to manipulate, and then I can take take your resources from you. And that's why you, and that's why you have those that are in higher up in the government, right? <sighs> they're the ones that are controlling everything, and at you know they're pitting you know uh, Democrats against Republicans. Mm-hmm. You have that that whole divide. It's like you guys don't really see that. Let's exactly outside Let, let's actually concentrate on what the real issue is instead of us fighting about these little you know small menial things that really don't mean anything at all you know right and and i and i and i feel like at the what what ultimately allows us to become um i don't i it's, there's a gullibility yeah okay i don't i'm not trying to disrespect anybody but when when you do end up falling for that in that gullibility, it does come from that insecurity within you. Yeah. I talked about you know we were watching you just watching that episode of the Twilight Zone. You know those people who are out there needing to watch this lynching, excited to watch this. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> there's there's something wrong with them. Yeah. All right. Already is there some there's some un, there's something un. Not right in your soul in the first place. Exactly. When you enjoy something like that to that right. to that extent. Did you yes. notice? Oh, did did you notice? And this sometimes I just want to kinda of like bring this in the side. Did you did you notice that there were um people of color in the background every time yes. someone was saying something of you know, almost like they were like overseeing or watching yes. or, or in, they were uh-huh. actually a part of it, you know? Right. They were just kind of background yeah, spectators, yeah, yeah, real background. kind of quiet, but and subtle. They weren't like all in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like it was visually there every single time and I noticed that. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's, We hear that's, you. That's we, yeah. <laughs> we like see silent, it. Silence, you know, witness minority. or yeah, jump majority. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I mean, that. yeah. That crowd. I mean, what kind of people are excited to see something like this? I know. I mean, it's it's almost like the, uh, you know, when someone's head would be cut off in you know medieval yeah, times. Yeah, You know, it was like it was like they would actually take their their kids and their families and actually watch these things. That you know, it's, yes, it's, it's documented during, during the, the dark ages. Yeah, absolutely. The episode started with the the sheriff disgusted. Yeah, by the yeah. fact that the people were excited about this. Exactly. He, he's he's bothered. Life. Yeah, he's like bothered by this. Like why all these people trying to think this is a party and his wife too, kind of oh, yeah. more or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's yeah, just I'm like, look too. at yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> look at y'all. <laughs> you know, it's like, what's wrong with you? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, why is, <laughs> like, I mean, do you see, do you hear yourself, you know? Um, but you yeah, I, Right, <laughs> and I but and I and I feel like I mean, that's how we get manipulated. There's something in you that already has to be there a little bit. That yeah. fear that fears that you're less. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. that's angry yeah. about something yeah. you don't have or Insecurity. wish you had, whatever Insecurity. your insecurity is. And that's how that person, that demigod or whoever it is, the politician, yeah. um, who the you know, whoever is trying to sell you something, that's one of the ways that they're able to get you. Um, and get you to do these horrible things and to, to fall into these beliefs about other people that aren't true, <laughs> yep. you know, um, they manipulate you. It's like you completely, said, a cult. Completely. Oh yeah. That's it is. what happens Definitely. in the cult. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I was looking at what the, um, what the uh, ministry was saying and they were kind of like, say, we just a slight bit. And he, you know, it's something that he said, and he said it almost with a smirk on his face. He said a majority must have died on the cross 2,000 years ago. You know, mm-hmm. of course, that was a reference to Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Or stake, or, 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 or stake if you don't actually even believe that Jesus died on the cross. But that's a whole different <laughs> story. <for a> different... <laughs> oh, oh, no. When it was, when it was, um, what is it? Uh, when they, when they translated it. The Romans translated it incorrectly, I think, from what they were saying. And a stake was actually a, a cross was actually considered to be a stake. So just a stake of wood. So he actually mm. made a stake instead of a cross. But that's mm. a whole different topic for another <laughs> day right there. Yeah, that's that interesting. That will mess up everybody in Christianity. That's it's interesting. Got a cross around there, you know, that will mess them up completely. But that's well, a topic. Yeah. That's, a, that's definitely one to, to get like, into. Ooh, ooh. It's like, yeah, yeah. That's definitely. But he, what you're saying, he said that the majority died on the cross. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, 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 you know, mm-hmm. he said it with a smirk on his face. It's like, so he, he basically was saying that, that he was, you know, he's now a part of the majority. You know, he's, he's mm-hmm. not the minority anymore. So, so what yeah. does that collar around your neck really mean now? You know? <laughs> well, I, well, well, I mean, I think he was, he was hoping he wanted that Jesus moment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He wanted that Jesus yeah. moment from this guy. Yep. And he, and he was that he was just not gonna do it. He was nope. not gonna turn the other cheek. It's like, nope, I loved it. He, he's I like, no. And 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 basically, if, if this if this wasn't if this was not 1963, he'd have been like, you guys, all you yep. guys, <laughs> exactly. You know, a dick, all of you. You know, but it's TV. He can't say all that. Yeah. But that's what he was trying to say going up there. And but the pastor, he wanted that Jesus moment. He did. Um, yeah. you know, he wanted that sacrificial lamb. And I, I mean, and, and, and I, it's so interesting because I feel like, you know, but you have the Martin, uh, Malcolm thing and that is the, nothing's changed. Oh, you still yeah. have that Martin Malcolm debate. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, I'm, um, you know, at sometimes I'm, you know, I'm definitely Malcolm. <laughs> and at other times, <laughs> oh, believe me, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> And then other times, you know, you know, Martin, but it, it, it just, you know, I'm I, you know in between road, which, which I, I think a lot of people are. I'm, I'm actually not, I'm, I'm not in between at all. I'm, I'm very much, I mean, I, I, I've read all, I mean, I'm very much a, a, a Martin. Okay. I feel like, you know, the, the, the whole, if, if we're still talking about our differences. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're having the wrong conversation. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I, that, that's generally how I feel. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I've always seen this. Like, I feel like we're all in this, doing in the same thing, doing the same, the same. 
you know, I, black people, you know, I can't stand when to hear black people say, you know, that's how white people do or white people. I'm like, oh, you know what? I cannot stand that. Because, you know, if and you know, if, part of the reason why, you know, a part of the reason why, but <laughs> well, I mean, my feeling is if you were white, you'd be doing the same stuff they're doing. Exactly. exactly. You don't know that. You yep. don't know that yep. your your psychology is not different than theirs. Yeah. That yep. that if yep. you were brought up in the exact same circumstances with the exact same television shows and the exact same parents and the exact same country with the exact same uh, narratives thrown at you, all of it, all of that it. you yep. would probably that you would be the same way that he or she is. You don't see that. That you don't have enough self awareness. Like, <laughs> and that's <laughs> exactly. and that is and that's what I see. I'm like, there's no. There is no thing. Like, first of all, we're not even different races. That's not. We shouldn't even be saying that. That no. we're not different races. Scientifically, scientifically, wrong. we are all humans, and all we I have are different clines. They're called clines. Is what yeah. we have yep. in differences. Okay, <laughs> and it is, and that is a way. Yeah. That is that is a, a derivative of climate because the yep. only difference is, is that some climates uh, have Hotter, created colder. different external. Uh, factors on your melody, body, non-melody. Yep, okay, yep. <laughs> where the other climates have not, but it has not reached the depth to where we're changing our genetic makeup to where we're different species. Nope. Okay, we're all the same. We're not all different races, so we yep. need to first stop saying. I would. I. I say that for a long race time. Is people completely wrong. Yeah. yeah. Stop using that word. We're. We're not race. There's no races. Okay, we're all human beings. Okay, we're all human beings. Now that doesn't mean we don't, yeah. right? <laughs> that doesn't mean we don't have different cultures, though, right? Yeah, I'm, cultures. I, I'm, different. I can, I'm black. I don't actually consider myself African American. I don't know where that hyphenate came from. I tell everybody that all the time. I just woke yeah. up one morning. Yeah. I woke up one morning and I was African American. Nobody asked I'm me. Like, I, okay. I'm I don't. Black. I'm. I always said I'm black. I mean, I. I like. I don't learn what happened. What's wrong with saying I'm black? I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, but I honestly, I mean, I. I feel like black. You know, the there's black culture that is derived from descendants of slaves that have developed a culture, right? You know, we That's all it. we're That's descendants it. of slaves. We were separated from a lot of other things that were going on <laughs> in the country. <laughs> and we developed a culture. Yep, okay, yep, it's yep. there's a lot of stuff going on there with food and the language and the music oh, and the, you know and all sorts of things yeah. and you know the, uh, doing my daughter's hair and things. You know, it's all sorts of things that have created this culture. Yeah, and yeah. Um, but th- that's not different races. Okay, no, no. that is a culture that was created because of a misconception about different races. Yeah. Um, and, but, you know, that doesn't mean that other cultures are like, you know, you, Italians have their culture, right? They have their uh-huh. things they do, their foods, their sayings, their music. What I've learned is never to compare a Greek with an Italian, although they're <laughs> very, very similar. And you, and, 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 and you know part of the reason why I'm saying that. <laughs> right, yeah. Never compare a Greek, you know, some, some are completely, you know, a lot darker, you know, but, you know, the foods are the same. They, they come from, you know, pretty much the same region for the most part you know but they're different like they're, but, but but you know they're different don't compare them don't compare them right but, you know i've heard so i've heard someone <laughs> say that's like comparing a person that is from america and they're black comparing them to a you know person that is from the continent of africa and comparing the two <laughs> like they are completely different. totally different you know, you yes. know, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, right. Know, exactly. Lose, lose something. Yeah. yeah yes. Do <laughs> and, well, and this because, and the reason why, 
you know, people are so protective about the distinctions of their cultures is because exactly. they, it's, exactly. it, it matters, okay? There's nothing yep. wrong with having yep. your culture, yep. you know? It's yep. like, you're, it's, you, this is your stuff. It's like, but it's you're wonderful. Both, both your names, you know, going back to the Greek and Italian, both, <laughs> well, they, both, they, both, both your last name always ends in O-S oh, or oh, I. Stop the listen, stop the listen. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different. That is, that is, yeah, that's that's a different topic for another day. That is, that is funny. But I mean, I think, I mean, obviously, we live in this country. You got to love this fact that we have these different cultures. I mean, I think ah, it's wonderful. It's the best thing. I it really it. is. It's the most, I had this. Um, I love it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I do. I, 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 I live in a really diverse community yeah. and I, I, As mean, do I. Yep. I, I, right. I, <laughs> I find that I wouldn't, I, I'm feel so blessed by this diversity and, and it's eye opening because you do see that we're all the same. Like when you do uh, make friends of different cultures from, uh, you know, who have different think, I mean, and they do think differently. And that's another important thing to yeah, yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah. Everyone doesn't think like you. And that's a no, good thing. No. They yeah, think absolutely. differently. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. They, the most of us are the same. We all care about our kids, and we all want to stay healthy, and we all want to be able to make a are, living yeah. and yep. be yep. all right. After that, you know, people have their own doggone thoughts about things. All right. Exactly. And sometimes they're culturally, uh, they're influenced by their culture, and um, we can learn from that. We can, if if you not, if you're if you're able to, you know. Um, get out of this territorial competitive thing um you can learn from someone else's perspective and uh and that is where i want to keep the conversations when i talk about you know with air quotes race yeah. uh, because <laughs> i i do I, I i see that we're the same even though these differences add some color literally yeah um <laughs> i i mean I, I i don't think we benefit by focusing on the differences um, I, I think that when we focus on the differences, yeah, um, that's where the problem therein lies the problem. When, and, and I think it's inaccurate to see all those. I think if yep. we're 90% the same, 10% different. Yeah, yeah. And those differences are so small. And They're so small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you don't have to love it. You don't have to love any other, the other person's differences, but that's why I love this country because you can leave the other person the hell alone. Yep, you can do whatever. If you, you don't believe, you know, if you don't believe what they believe, you can go ahead and let them believe that over there, and mind your own doggone business. That's it. That's um, it. Yeah. So I mean, I'm definitely more of a, a Martin. Yeah. Um, I'm well, I'm definitely you know the hand holding. Look, y'all. You know what? You know what? I want to be that one hundred percent right, right? But I feel like sometimes you have to you have to be Malcolm in order to get to you know to Martin. I I feel you. You know what I mean? It, it, it's like sometimes you have to push that to the to the very brink, and then you have and then you can you know become that Martin. You know, I I feel you. I you know I I you know I feel you. I I mean I like I read the new Jim Crow. Okay, yeah. you have to read this book. It's not going to help you if, to become more of a Martin. I promise. I will be, <laughs> um, I will be ordering it. You, it. you know, if you're if you're if you're a Martin, it'll turn you to a Malcolm. Okay, <laughs> and I I absolutely love this book. I tell everybody to read it. And I'm saying this to to your point though. Um, you just reading that book, 
is a, is a Malcolm act. Um, you have yeah. to be knowledgeable about what's going on yeah. and that yeah. there are systemic, <laughs> there is, there is an assault on black culture in a lot of ways. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. On so many levels. Yeah. There, you know, don't be, don't sit here and play color, play that colorblind stuff. I mean, no, I'm a, no. I, as much as I said I'm a Martin, I like I'm I'm See? I'm I'm See? I. But that, I <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm saying this because I, I totally hear what you're saying, and I'm, yeah. and I'm and I'm I'm, I, despite the fact that I'm a Martin, you have to go into the, you just like you're saying, yeah. you can't just pretend that the stuff ain't there. Exactly. Just because exactly. you know, <laughs> exactly. that's kind of my point. Exactly. Exactly. You can't, being a Martin doesn't mean that see, you pretend see, it ain't we there. We disagreed on it. We disagreed on it. See, <laughs> see? Exactly you got to see it there. You, in order. you finally, you finally came around to what I was. Yeah, <laughs> you finally came it's around. there. Yeah. I know it's there. It's but always that, there I under mean, the surface. Yeah, it's yeah. not even under the surface. <laughs> I mean, you have to read this book. The new, I mean, I've read a lot of books about this <laughs> on this subject and about race. I've been, I mean, I've been, oh, I'm yeah. a bookworm. Oh, yeah. And, oh, I'll sing it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, the, but this particular book is so timely for this moment. And it's, and it, and it really, you're just like reading it going, oh my God. Like, oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just so in your face and you're not crazy. Yeah. Um, but, the thing is, <laughs> even even after reading that book, you're not going to address the issues that are laid out in this book. Yeah. By not, um, by by uh, okay. Let me put it. Let me. When Black Lives Matters, okay, yeah. this movement is is very much the new Jim Crow type of moment all right exactly oh, and, yeah. oh yeah. however yeah when black lives matters it, the minute it sprung up and i mean this i personally i have a, a i wrote a little piece in this little uh, little i won't say i wrote a piece but i was in the new york times because of something that i had said at this time is that okay while all lives matters doesn't sound good to anybody no all right <laughs> i get that however if you're not looking at the fact that the same things that we're talking about, like the new Jim Crow talks about the war on drugs and the casualties and how uh, basically the black bodies and monetized. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're, if you can't include the fact that you have white bodies that are in jail, that shouldn't be and Asian bodies that have been shot by the cops. that shouldn't be um, Mexican bodies that have been killed by police. that shouldn't be. And not just make this one issue about one group of people. Yeah, you're gonna have more or less more what we are where we're at now. Is the, you know all the rest of the country says this is a black issue, so why should I care about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that I that is what the frustration is. We've been dealing with uh, the, the the um the body. Rodney King happened. What was that? 1991. 90, yeah, 91, 92. Yeah. Something somewhere. like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm here in California. Uh, the police force had to do some um, work on itself and it's a lot better than it was then. Yeah. But, you know, I, no one's going to argue that we're where we need to be. And that oh, yeah. was yeah. 30 years ago. Okay. Wow. And it's because 
as we can keep having this conversation over and over and over and over and over again, but the rest of the country just sees it as a black issue. Yeah. And so they don't care. And that's, and that's, and that's the problem. They don't care. The, the, the yeah. laws that we have body cameras and all this being all is happening is the same stuff's just being recorded over and over. This now is just being recorded. Now it's being recorded over and over. But if, <laughs> if it were white kids um, oh, yeah. being shot on a daily basis by police, there would be bills that would be signed yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> look, at, look at the opioid yesterday. crisis. Oh. We need to rethink it, right? Yeah. We need to rethink the war on drugs now, don't we? You know, uh, my, my kids... You. Yeah. <laughs> my, kid's not, my kid's not a crackhead. Yeah. My yeah. kid's got an opioid problem. Yeah. So, you know, we need to rewrite the laws. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, if you want to rewrite the laws, if you want to win more is basically it. Like you're not just, are you trying to be right? Or are you trying to win becomes the question. And that's what Martin Luther King was standing there basically saying, Um, you know, I I know that this racism is bad and it's wrong and I'm saying something about it too. Um, But I have to say it in a way that includes everybody. I'm saying it, I'm saying it in a way that it communicates to every single person, including white people that this affects them. And that they can be involved in creating this world, uh, making this a better world. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's why I'm a Martin. Um, I understand that you're, this isn't going to be solved by making this um, a us versus you issue. No, it's not definitely We're, not. Black, definitely black, not. People are, black people are 12% of the population in this country. And le- even less than, of that of, than the economic power. You know, I'm gonna say that's one of the reasons why President Obama he actually won was because he was so inclusive and mm. he he brought in so many people. You know, right? And, and I think I think that's a part of the reason. That is it. Uh, you have to. That's the only yeah. way. Yeah. You're not gonna win because if you okay. say you know, yeah. If, I mean, if you say race, you... Our populations won't work. Won't work. No. And ultimately, the question is: Do you want to be right or do you want to win? Exactly. <laughs> Because you're right. You're right. This is terrible. Martin Malcolm was right. Okay. They try- yes. They, they're doing it to you and it's wrong. And, you know, you have every right to be angry. All right. You're not wrong. But do you, how, what's your plan to win, though? Exactly. And how are you going to win? That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. And I'm telling you, know, the 12% of black people sitting in the corner angry. Uh, that they've they've been treated unjustly are not going to win, okay? The twelve percent of black people that say, "All right, this is unjust," and I'm going to show you why it's unjust, and I'm going to communicate that this is unjust, but I'm also going to include everyone in this conversation, and I want them to talk about what they feel is unjust, and I want us to have a conversation about how we can all win. Every single one of us can win at the end of the day if we change some of these laws. That's how just, can you win if you, we change these laws? I know. I know how to make this important to you, right? And that's, that's ultimately where I'm the, Mount, the Martin. And that's how I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, if we get more laws on the books that are helpful, that's how it's going to get done. That's a, definitely a huge, huge part of it, if not the lion's share, definitely. I mean, yeah, I, you, I, know. you know, I, I am there a hundred percent on what you just said. That is, 
yeah, that is definitely enlightening. I'm I'm learning here. See, this is well, this is <laughs> see this well, is what I was talking about beforehand. Here we go. Here we go. Well, I mean, you yeah. know, I, that's I, I mean, my I mean, my goal is my me saying this right now is has you know this is a self serving conversation, right? No, it's not. <laughs> No, no, it is. No. I'm black. No, no, I'm a, no, this is personal yep. to me. Yeah, in that sense, yeah, you're right. You're right. Th- this is very personal, yep. right? This is, I, you know, I have children growing yep. up in this country. Same here. This is, this is, right? <laughs> I'm yep. not saying this to be, you know, to, to, to because I want to, you know, sing Kumbaya yep. and have, and, and, you know, have everybody like me. There's my no. There's my yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm saying this because I want to, I want to win. I want my children to win. Okay. I want to win. And the ultimate thought process I have is how do we win? I want to win. Like I want, I want the, I want, I want, and, and it's not like right now, one of the biggest issues I'm concerned, I'm concerned with is college. All right. The the money to pay for college and, uh, you know, um, um, and the loans that are possibly going to be attached to that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, what I mean? like, I, I mean, I, 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 we can have, I, I, I can sit here and say um, as, as black, as a black person, um, you know, there, there's possibly these advantages to being a black person and these disadvantages to being a black person in this conversation with, you know, them getting into college, you want to talk about affirmative action and, and what kind of um, criteria is used to let somebody into college or not, all right? Yeah. Now, race, quote, with air quotes around it, is a factor in this, all right? Definitely is. Um, now, but that doesn't mean that, there, you know, my white neighbors down the street or next door aren't having the same conversation in their house about how to get their kid into college and stressed about... And, yeah. and stressed out about how to pay for it, okay, and what to do about it, all but, right? <laughs> well, but there's a difference in that conversation and, 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 and their being able to go and actually being able to pay for things or to get certain jobs to get them out of that debt once they're out of school. It's, it's so many different um, avenues as far as that goes. Yeah. But, right. Now, and you're not, you're not wrong at all, okay? My, my thought process is, though, is this, though. All right. My, my, for, I mean, one of the reasons I'm saying this, my uncle's a financial advisor, and he was talking to me about... Um, let's, let's, uh, anyway, I won't get into that. But what I'll say is this. If I sit here and say, yeah, you know, my kid's going to have a, a, a harder time dealing, like you said, dealing with getting into college and student loans and paying debts and getting to school, getting the jobs that help pay the debts. And I say, this is particular to us because we're black and I want that addressed. Exactly. All right. That's not wrong. Okay. Nothing I said is wrong. However, I will win faster if I say, Hey neighbor, you're having trouble. You're having the same stressful conversation about paying for college. I know you are. How do we collectively um, create policy that caps student loan debt yep. for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I might get that law, you know, going and it, pretty quickly because you're already talking about Bernie Sanders is already Bernie Sanders 
is been talking about canceling student loan debt forever. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> but right? But, but he's not canceling black student loan debt. Exactly. Because that's the different conversation. That's a Malcolm talk conversation. And I that law Hell is yes. not gonna that law oh, is not gonna get passed. Yeah. Okay. Oh. The law the law that says, you know, and it's not wrong, you know, the years of, of Jim Crow and, and the, the current prejudices that literally mean that my black child has half the chance of getting a job as a white child, literally. Um, that's all true, okay? Uh, that doesn't change the fact that if I try to write a law that says I want black people to have student loan debt forgiveness exclusively, that that's, that's not going to happen. <laughs> okay. Yep, yep. That's not happening. At any point. <laughs> At any but point. however. One word fellowship. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, but, but if yeah. Bernie, but if Bernie Sanders says, let's can I'll cancel all student loan debt. That is a way to help my child That's and it. your child yeah. and their child and their child and your child and everybody's child. Yeah. And that's how, <laughs> and I feel like that's how we win. Um, that, that's overall. I, that is, I feel like that that's how we win. Yep. Yep. That's how I, I mean, I want to win. <laughs> that's win what big. I want. Win big. <laughs> <laughs> I want to win. I, I do. I feel like um, I win every single week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, yeah. I, I'm, and, but I, you know, and this is something, you know, I <laughs> want to say this particularly about myself. Um, I'm an unusually upbeat person. Uh-huh. It's not, I mean, it's, I I'm, it's, it's unusual. I'm unusually <laughs> kind of happy. I've always been this way. It's like genetic or something. That's a good problem to have. <laughs> so, so, I mean, my perspective on a lot of things is skewed because of that. I've learned that as an adult. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's one of those things we're talking about. People think differently. They really do. Nothing um, wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I actually do. I, I always think the grass is, I, or the sun, you know, the, the, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I always think the half, glass is half, is, is half full, right? Half full. I, I'm, a, I'm a half full person. Um, and that has a lot, that colors my perspective on things. It colors my perspective on everything. I have a lot, I have a lot of faith in people. I believe, um, that people ultimately want to be good and will be good 90% of the time. I think so too. Yeah. And it's about, you know, there's literally 8% of us that are sociopaths. <laughs> and they they're not and you, you you know you can usually tell them from the mile away you know, uh, for the most part most of the time you can but uh, so, you know, you know yeah, some of them they, like, they do real get, and yeah. and the, the scary part is that sociopathic selfish greedy thinking can have you do very well in business oh, and yeah. so these oh, people yeah. are in charge oh yeah it's scary, <laughs> so, it's scary. So like, people are yeah, in I've charge i'm like ooh. Yeah, you, you yeah. Not doing business with you at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a, it, the statistic is that it's about eight yeah. percent. The yeah. other ninety-two percent, um, they mean well. I yep. believe that. Yeah. If they're not, and I mean, the problem is that they get preyed upon. Their insecurities, their feeling, there's lack of, um, their feeling that there's the, the fear that there's not enough. Of lack uh, of direction uh, early on in life, and yeah, later. anger. Like you were mentioning that police officer who was bullied. 
And still the phenomenon remains unexplained, except for the reports that now come in of similar occurrences here in the United States and elsewhere. At 2 o'clock this afternoon, a dark cloud suddenly appeared over a street in Dallas, Texas. The mayor of West Berlin verified the fact that a rectangular area over the Berlin Wall has suddenly gone dark. In Budapest, European newspapermen passed over censorship an article about several square blocks, including a political prison, which was suddenly thrown into darkness early this morning. In Birmingham, Alabama, an area in Shanghai, the entire northern section of Vietnam, a section of Chicago, Illinois, the darkness continues to make itself known. A sickness known as hate. Not a virus, not a microbe, not a germ, but a sickness nonetheless. Highly contagious, deadly in its effects. Don't look for it in the twilight zone. Look for it in the mirror. Look for it before the light goes out altogether. And now, Mr. Serling. Next time out, we bring you a few decibels of sound in a bizarre opus about a man who breaks eardrums for a living. We welcome to the program two fine talents, Mr. John MacGyver and Miss Penny Singleton, who will prove the following point. Namely, that too much of a good thing can have nightmarish results and that all things are not necessarily as they meet the eye or the ear. On the Twilight Zone next, Sounds and Silences. <laughs>